Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Hi guys, welcome to Get Real, hosted by me, Peniel. Me, BM. And me, Ashley. Alright, yeah. yes, where we get honest about all the ups and downs of young adulthood, but from our perspectives. Mm-hmm. Alright, and today we are going to be talking about careers. What career? Working. <laughs> I don't know. Big How did we pursue our dreams kind of careers? Mm-hmm. Big boy, yes. big girl business. How mm-hmm. did we even know what we wanted to do? Does it have to be our everything? <laughs> Who knows? We'll get answers soon. But for now, yes. If there's anything you guys want to hear our take on, interact with us on our socials or comment under the show's videos on youtube.com slash divepods and make sure to subscribe. And also subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. And please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so more people know about this awesome podcast. Only five-star reviews allowed. All right. You look tired. I take it the caffeine, toothpaste, and adrenaline face serum aren't working? Well, maybe you should ask Santa for a Nectar mattress this year. And if the big guy brings you another unicorn finger puppet, don't worry. Because mattresses start at just $499. And you get $399 in accessories thrown in, as well as a 365-night home trial and a forever warranty. Go to Nectarsleep.com today. Anyways, yes, let's get right into it. Yeah, what did you guys want to be when you grew up? Of <laughs> <laughs> all growing up, I, I, I have to thank my mom. Really, I um, I wanted to be a choreographer slash counselor. Oh, mm. yeah, choreographer and oh, yeah. Okay. So like chore- interesting. Chore- choreography would be my second job, and a counselor would be my first job. Like that's just how I like a day slash night. Right? Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to counsel kids who had drug problems. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So specific. Yeah. Mm. Are you? Well, I don't remember what I wanted to be when I was like a little lad. Um, probably because it changed lad. like every single day. Uh-huh. But my junior high school dream was like to become a Spanish teacher or a math teacher. Oh. No. I just wanted to be a teacher. Oh. Tu hablas español? It's tu hablas. I knew that. I was just saying if you knew your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about you? <laughs> Yo, Tan <laughs> You too? You want to be a teacher? Gracias, you too. <laughs> no, I don't want to be a teacher. Um, I had no idea what I wanted to be. Mm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. I had no idea what I wanted to be. What did you major in? I didn't go to college. Yeah. Did you want to major in anything? No. Uh, I didn't know what I wanted to major in, so I was gonna go in undecided. What was your favorite subject in high school? Lunch. <laughs> wow. What was your best subject? Math. Oh, okay. 
but I hated it. So yeah, I was going to go in undecided and then… Mm. And I was going to like try out a few different classes and then be like, oh wow, I really like this. You yeah. know, and then I was going to… But yeah, I didn't know. But then uh, my friend went to audition. I followed and then… And, and, yeah. Did your friend get <coughs> picked up? No. No, you <laughs> That's always the story. That's how yeah. it always happens. No, but even yeah. like the teacher thing. I only like dreamt of becoming a teacher because I didn't know all the details. And you know, that's when I was in junior high school. I was like, oh, I think it'd be nice to teach people. And then mm. once I got to high school and then once I like got into college, I was like, I'm not going to become a teacher. And then I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm. Yeah. So it was like as I got older, I was like, what do I do? Like what am I going to do with my life? Oh. It was like that. Did you guys have any like, <clears throat> part-time jobs growing up? Did you guys ever work anywhere? No. I That's actually like… I want to try a part-time job out once. You never have I've never done it. Oh wow. Yeah. So… My school… they own, It's pretty much like senior priority parking, right? So then like juniors… It's just like whatever's left. You kind of have to like fight for it. So then like… <laughs> I didn't have a car. I can't relate. Schools with parking spaces. Like New York yeah. schools is tiny. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, but then I was like… Because I lived in the suburbs of Chicago. Mm. So it's like you need a car to get to work. Yeah. So then I was like… So I was supposed to get a car once I became a senior. Mm-hmm. So then I was like… Alright like I'll start a part-time job then. But then I came to Korea after my oh. first semester of junior year. So I never did a part-time job. Wait so you came when you were like 18? 19? 17. 17. Korean age 17. <gasps> <gasps> Korean age 17? American, American age 17. Oh, okay. American oh, okay. age 17. Okay, okay, okay. Korean age 18. Oh wow. Yeah. Dang. Was early. Oh, you're yeah. a baby. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you have part-time jobs? Yeah, I never had a part-time job. I think it was never like a big obligation. Um, I did. Uh, yeah, I got allowance from my parents. Um, yeah. I was. I. I feel like I was uh, blessed enough to not be able to have to do a part-time job. I started doing a part-time job when I first when I got to Korea. I started oh. teaching English. I um, I worked for um, like like the what do you call it? Passing flyer? out flyers like on the street. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you in any of those costumes? No, no, the I big? couldn't do oh, that. Okay. I couldn't do that. Yeah, <clears throat> I think they. Uh, yeah, yeah, they didn't have one for that. Thank God. Like that. That one looked goofy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to look goofy. So when I used to pass out flyers, I did it for like a really short amount of time. But um. There was never a set number of flyers that I had to hand out. Okay. It was more just like… It was time really. But if you could pass out all the flyers in that time… Uh-huh. That, that'd be best. But That's it was awesome. a big box. It was like a big box just full of paper. And um, we had like two weeks to pass it out, right? Man, that I feel like that job was so shitty because… When you pass them out, you have to see all the people rejecting you. So that was oh, the first right, time right. I was like, people were just like, 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 like what I was passing out, like had germs on it or something. They're just like, Ugh. right, right, right. Like old people just like, Ugh. Just and like, then you see like, some people are taking, they just crumple it up and throw it away in front of you. I mean, at least they took it though. Oh, like, right, right. People yeah, straight it, like up rejecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so why can't you just like throw it out like a little by little? Like I can't. Like those cost money too. Like to make those flyers. Do they watch you? They don't, but oh. like for me, it was like if I was running a business and like I wanted the flyer passed out and whatnot, I kind of would have been like, you know, I would have uh-huh. stripped a little bit if they, if I knew they were like throwing some away. But that's because you're a nice person. What if a not nice person did like that? You? Like you? It's probably why she brought it up. She probably yeah, you brought it up. It no, was in I'm the just back asking of your head. because I it see in like in head. dramas and movies, they just like you know throw some out and 
Yeah. Yeah, it was the flyers that I had to pass out to. Like it wasn't like little ones where I could just like throw them on the street and whatnot. Mm. Like I was just like, I don't know. I kind of had um a conscience, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, actually. So like going through that, every time I see someone passing a flyer out on the street, I don't even know what it is. I always take one. Mm. It's because it's because you know. You know, you've been been in their shoes. Yeah, I'm just like what if what if it's like a like a polite rejection. Does it still feel bad? Like, Those oh, are cool. No, 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 no. Those are cool. Those are cool. Oh, it's like the people that are like literally like… Oh. Yeah, like there's a lot of people who are just like… Right, just right, like right. kind of like not even acknowledge me. And like I'll be like, damn, that's kind of cool. So you know what I started doing? There was a couple of days where I would smile at them. And like make it clear that it's for them. I'd be like… Mm. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? They, and then it would make them smile and they'd take it. I was like, oh, that's… This works. Alright. And then like I did that for a couple of days. But that gets tiring too. I was in… um, uh, It was uh, it was inside of the mall. It was on the street. It was inside of the mall. Oh. It was… Um, Wait, I don't think I've seen anyone passing flies inside of malls. Yeah. That, I've never seen it either. So that was interesting for me too. <laughs> I was right in front of the escalator. I was right in front what? of the escalator. So they come down. I'd be like… For really? you. Like a sir. Oh. You know what I mean? No, I've what? seen people like that at the department stores, like giving out like perfume. It was a department like store. Oh, yeah, it was a department store. No, but it's not perfume samples. He was doing like flyers. Yeah, I was doing flyers for. Um, yeah, I've never seen for that a brand? for a new uh, restaurant inside the department. Inside store. the department what? store, so like I've never seen it's that. the floor where the food court is. Oh, and like yeah, I, see, I was I passing see. them out, but that, yeah, that was some mm. DX. Did that pay thing. well? Um, I think it was like seven, eight bucks an hour. Oh, yeah, oh, that doesn't sound bad. bad. Not, not too bad. bad. I think I made like because uh, this is like a few years back too, right? It was like mm. no, no, no. This was oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like five, six years. It's not bad. Seven, yeah. eight hours, right? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty straight. I was pretty straight. I made like I think like almost five hundred bucks nice. a week, nice. like the whole time. Oh, they, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. Wait, what? Oh. 500 bucks. Okay. Yeah, so after the flyer, flyer passing out experience, uh-huh. I had experiences teaching for like six months at um, private tutoring for English. Oh, oh like nice. one on one? Two on oh. one or three on one. Okay. Dang, you need patience with kids, bro. You need patience. Yeah, I don't think I could do that. <laughs> the, thing, the thing with teaching and, and teaching kids is their, their span of, of attention is uh-huh. so short. Mm. That's like mine. Literally, you give them a second, they look somewhere else, and it's done. You're, you're, it's game over. So you have to keep telling him like to repeat this, ask him questions like literally for an hour and a half straight. So that was like super hard. That's, that's like me. Yeah, and it's private tutoring <laughs> too. So like I'm judged by by my um, higher ups on how well they speak it when I do the test with them. Oh. And like they would have test days where they recite stuff and like I would test them in front of their parents and in front of like uh, the… Uh, what do I say? The CEO. Mm. Yeah. That was, how that did was you get that job though? Sammy from The Rose introduced me. Oh. He was doing that oh, job right, for a while. Right, right. He was a good teacher too. How old were your students? Uh, first grade. um, Elementary first grade. Second grade and fifth oh, grade. they must have been so cute. They were. They were. But, but they no, were just yeah. so their attention span. Their attention span was so short. I I love those kids though. Uh, like like uh, I I built like a relationship with them so quick. It was they're they're hella cute. How old are they now? If anyone out there is listening and you're trying to teach little kids, talk about if you want to make them laugh. Talk about farting uh-huh. and talk about uh, doo doo. They like that. <laughs> <laughs> that that will make them laugh. 
They can close to them real quick. Okay. That's cute. Alright. Well, yeah. What about you? Um, I I tutored part time, and then I also danced at weddings as a part time job. At weddings. Yeah. So like, you know how Wait, like, is this in Korea or in no, America? No, it's, it's in New York. But you know how Korean weddings they mostly have guest singers. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I worked for Chinese weddings, and they had dancers. Dancing. Really? So it was like the three of us, Whoa. we were a team. Uh-huh. And um, on a busy night, we would have to dance at five different weddings in one night. Ooh, so dang. they had like different wedding venues, like two blocks away from each other. So we, and we had to change costumes like twice. Dang. So we would first um, do our, we had to perform three times in one night. The beginning, the middle, and at the end. So we would start off at one. We would do the opening dance, run to the next one. And then after the fifth one is over, change. And then do the second dance. And then run from run in high heels like in New York City and Chinatown. Damn. Like run from one wedding venue to another. Hustling, hustling. And then um, do the last one. But the… I mean it was, it was really… It was fun because you know you get to dance. But then… Mm. And considering that it's only for like three hours… Uh-huh. Um, you get paid seventy per show. So if we Ooh. had like five shows, then we had we got paid like three hundred fifty in Dang, one night. That's pretty good. So yeah, it was it was fun. But then we would have to practice for that also. And oh. then sometimes there would be like you know rude people that like try to come up on stage and like uh, like, or like like, like drunk hagglers. Yeah, is that what's called like haggle? Right? I mean, no hagglers is what? when you try to like. What kind of dances were they? Uh, it was K-pop dance. Oh, oh you did K-pop yeah. dancing at weddings? We danced for like four minutes, like Secret and like all these, all the popular songs at that time. Is it was like a Korea? medley. No, it was in New York. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dang. You did K-pop dances in New York? Mm-hmm. Oh. Before K-pop was famous? Wait, is this like no, a… this was when K-pop was famous. Oh, is this like okay. a Chinese like tradition though? Like they get dance… They have like entertainers. Like different… Right. Yeah, they have like magicians, they have dancers, what? they have singers. Hey, that is interesting. Lit, huh? Yeah. Wow. It's like it's like a festival. Hey, like, I want a magician a at my wedding. <laughs> Shoot. And it's like, now you may present the ring. Oh, where is it? Oh. <laughs> 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 or take it on her ear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, or it's just like, oh, look on your finger. Bam, it's already there. Like, oh. <laughs> you know, like, Wait, so how did you guys end up in Korea then? Uh, I already told my whole story on, on the other podcast or on this podcast mm. actually. So you guys mm. talk. Um, <laughs> I, I said earlier that I, I got to thank my mom. My mom signed me up for all the auditions. Oh. Yeah, she was like, really? if you're going to dance eight hours a night, three nights a week, you might as well, you know, try to. Try to do it like on a bigger scale. And I was like, I don't, I'm not trying to do K-pop. I don't know K-pop. Never heard no K-pop. Not interested. And then um, she got me on the audition. audition, And it was weird. I just kept going forward and forward. And then one step led to another. I debuted. Oh. I couldn't even speak Korean back then. Like literally no Korean. <gasps> not even like basic Korean? Just like… Wait, your first audition was the K-pop star one, right? Yeah. And then you got scouted from DSP? Yeah. Oh. No, I didn't even get scouted. I got introduced. Like someone I was tight with, one of the writers, she introduced me and tried to like hype me up and then get me into DSP. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah. So I got lucky. Um. Well, I 
always loved K-pop since I was little. Like I right, was you a were huge, doing K-pop dance covers. So. I was a huge Pinkle fan. I was a huge fangirl of G.O.D. And I just listened to a lot of K-pop. But I just thought being a K-pop star was so unrealistic. Mm-hmm. And it was just like a dream that couldn't be like achieved. Mm. Um, so I just I would just go to dance schools. I would like sing for fun. And I really loved performing. But I just never saw myself actually becoming a K-pop star. Mm-hmm. So even though I had like chances like chances to audition I was like no it's too unrealistic like I can't make it Mm -hmm. and then after I went to college and I was like in my sophomore year one of my I was taking like acting classes and one of the uh one of my friends who took it with me he knew someone from cube that was coming to New York for auditions Mm -hmm. and it was like Mm -hmm. the next day and he was like why don't you go and I was like no like I'm not gonna go I'm not gonna make it and he was like no just go and then just try it out so I just went and then I like you know Basically, you just like introduce yourself, you sing and dance, and then they start to come to Korea, mm. and then I came. They saw something in you. Nice, nice, nice. Guess we're all pretty random, huh? Like we <laughs> do, we had no intention whatsoever of being yeah, a K-pop yeah. star. Yeah. Just ended up here, and it was yeah. scary because I was I came when I was two. It was two thousand eleven, so I was twenty. I was twenty. Oh, that's when I came. Yeah, two thousand eleven. Yeah, that's oh. when you I came, came to Korea in two thousand eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You came in 2000, what? 10. Mm. All pretty similar then, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. debut dates are all different. Yeah. And yeah. I felt really old because I was like, oh, is it okay for me to like start now? Uh, and I was one of the oldest How trainees, old were you when you came then? I was 20. 20 when you came. So yeah. that's not like super old, but you yeah. debuted when you were… I was, I was 22. That's still pretty okay. Oh. It's, not, it's not bad for debuting. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, when the, I was, the, these days it might be like a little older, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but back getting, then, like, it yeah. wasn't, it's not, no, but I'm like, glad I debuted when I was like older because I got the best of both worlds. I feel like I like same. experienced life same. back in New York, like went to college and then yeah. I came to Korea. So, See, I, I didn't even go to college, so my vocab is very limited. <laughs> college might have not anything to do with it, but yeah, it <laughs> <laughs> I might just not have studied English. <laughs> yeah, pressure is real. I uh-huh. think the pressure is super crazy. Um, when I first came, before I came, everything I told my friend, uh, I told my friends that like, I'm about to be a millionaire. I'm about to, <laughs> buy, I'm about to buy each and every one of you guys Rolexes when I'm back. Uh, I'm about to be a world superstar, yada yada yada. But that's that really isn't reality. You got split yeah. money with your company. You got split money with your this person, that person, that person. You don't make money like that. But at the time, I think, um, um. Like Ashley said, I, I feel like I experienced everything I need to experience to say I had a good teen years and pre-20s. Uh, mm-hmm. Like early 20s. Yeah, my early 20s and my, my teen years were lit. I partied pretty, pretty hard back in the day. But um, yeah, after doing that, I feel like it was perfect timing for me to kind of just like establish a mindset where I was… Really going to commit to this. and mm. But doing that really does give you um, a lot of pressure. Did you guys go through quarter-life crisis too? Mm, kind of. So, yeah. So they say there's like a crisis in, in a lifetime. Right, um, right, right. On a- not, I don't know if it's on average nowadays. But you know how you know people say you could normally live to 100. Mm-hmm. So every 25 years, there's a huge crisis. Like you have in your life where like… Anxiety comes, like depression comes because you don't know what you're going to do with your life. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. 25, they say it comes. And then 50, it says it comes. Mm. 25, that hit me so hard. Oh my really? God. Really? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I had some like dark, dark thoughts at, at, at 25. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I was a trainee. I didn't know when I was going to debut. Right, right. I told all my friends I'm going to bring back home a million dollars in Rolexes. Um, I told my parents I'm going to bring back a million dollars in Rolexes. <laughs> I told my little brothers I'm going to make it. Like I just made promises <clears throat> that meant a lot to me. Mm-hmm. That I felt like I were potentially not going to be able to, to keep. So, oh. I mean, you never said when you were gonna bring it back. True that. True that. Yeah. But twenty five was when I was worried worried about. Um, was when I was starting to think like, is this not for me? Do I need to go back and study again and start that whole process over? Right, 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 right. Yeah, I I could see that. Yeah. Did you go through midlife um, or not midlife? Quarter life. Quarter life crisis. crisis. Yeah, I think so because that was when everything just happened at once, and I just kind of like wanted to run away and. Escape uh-huh. from everything. Yeah, that's usually what happens. Mm-hmm. But you were really young when you like started the trainee life. And you barely spoke Korean too, right? Yeah. And it was like your first time in Korea? I mean, I came for like vacation twice. Mm-hmm. But like coming here, coming here like for a long time. Because I think my vacations were like two weeks max maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't remember. Yeah. So it's like I didn't really know anything about Korea. But I don't think I had. Did I have a quarter life crisis? <laughs> it's just <triggered> <laughs> <laughs> Am I in it now? <laughs> yeah, it's like. Am I? What? Yeah, there, there's like those people like starting middle school. You know, they're like, I know what I want to be when. And like they just like they just pursue that like straight mm-hmm. on from like middle school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always used to be like, what? Like, am I like am I slow? Like I was like I don't really. So it's like for people that don't really know. What they want to do, I think they should just try out a lo- lot of stuff. Yeah. And just stop touching your feet. Hey, maybe I want to pedicures later. <laughs> Never know. Stop. Yeah. Stop blocking my future career path. Yeah, I think life has a funny way of putting you in places where you never expected. Mm. And um, I think generally those places are actually better than what you pictured. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm the type of person who, like, I was always worried about where I was going to be the next year or like what, how to take the next step or um, even like the ending goal. I would always have it in my head, but I wouldn't know like the next steps after that. Yeah, I think uh, from my experience, being having that mindset, there are pros where like it'll just make me like super motivated to work. Mm. But like on the other side, it'll either make me super motivated or just have me clueless on what I need to do. So mm. um, I feel like the best thing is like… I'm kind of jealous of your situation actually. Not knowing what really? I wanted to do and like ending up ending up here. I think it's like grass is green on the other side. Because it's like for me I'm like… Man if I knew I wanted to be like an entertainer. Like I would have started dancing and like singing. Mm-hmm. Like, early, or like uh-huh. rapping like earlier mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But yeah. Yeah I mean yeah. But I, mean, I do want to say the best thing… <laughs> The the absolute best thing is to make sure you've enjoyed your teens and your early twenties before you think about career mm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Like like you know, when I was in college, when I was like eighteen and starting college, I automatically thought about what what I'm gonna do as a career choice, what I'm gonna choose as a career choice, and how much money I want to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like now being how old am I? I'm like twenty seven. I'm I'm turning twenty eight this year, so in American age, I feel like. T- even starting to think about it at 25, 26 isn't even late either. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. Especially these days. Yeah. Like I know a gang of people that are 30 and like 
now starting to try mm-hmm. a different mm-hmm. career path. And I think that's cool too. Yeah, for sure. Never too late. Yeah, never, never. There, there's a… Never mind. Yeah, we talk too much. What about <laughs> you actually? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think me too. Like I'm just a person that just goes with the flow. I don't really set goals for myself. I'm like, I have to get this done. I'm just like… I just live and if something comes up then you know new opportunities come up then I take it and because that's how like my life just always happened like mm. I, I've never planned like oh 10 year plan like I'm or like this year's goals I'm gonna make this happen just like I always just like go with the flow and whatever opportunities come up I just like you know take it and I think it's because I've never been really like goal oriented or like like really ambitious mm-hmm. and that's something that I want to I wanted to change about myself because I felt like I had no um, ambition to be successful or rich or, you know. And in the beginning when I debuted, I kind of did. And I was really miserable because I was like, this career, if I don't have this, I'm nothing. Like, I have to survive. Like, I have to do well as an idol. Like, this is everything to me. And I just really tortured myself a lot. It is torture, (laughs) self-torture. Yeah, it is. Torture. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what that is, yeah. Yeah, and I kind of made my job my identity. Like, without this, I'd be nothing. Because yeah. I was like, I have so much to lose if I don't make it. And, yeah. like, you know. And then, I just bothered myself so much. And then, like, a few years later, I was like, wait. Like, this isn't everything. Like, okay, what if I don't make it? Like, what if I'm not successful? It's I'm not gonna, like, you know, it's not gonna ruin my life. Mm. And I just started being a little more, like, laid back. Mm-hmm. But then people would tell me, people would look at me and be like, why are you so like, so, what is that word called? Why are you so uptight? No, why are you, why are you so chill? Like you're not in a position to be chill right now. You should be so driven. You should be so ambitious. You should have fire in your eyes. You should just be so greedy. And then to, and then I was like, why? But I, I'm not like. I don't want… I don't care about success. Like I don't care about money. Like it'd be nice to have but it's not like… Oh my god I need to be rich. I need to be successful. Mm. But some people look at it like… Oh you're not passionate. Like you're not… You're, you're, you don't really want to do this. But mm. I did want to do it. I had a lot of fun. And I… Of course I wanted our group to do really well. But at the same time it wasn't like… I'm going to be better than everyone. Like I'm going to be number one. And it was always like an internal dilemma. Like I was just always fighting with myself. I was like do I need to be more… Like ambitious? Do I need to be more driven? Or… Yeah. And I think like… I, I still struggle with that like a little bit. Like I, a part of me is like… Is there a reason why… We like… You know just… What? I don't know. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> so you're trying to… You're so you're frustrating. You know? Yeah. Is there a reason why we just… No. You know? I don't want to say it. I feel like no. it's… um. I feel like you don't have to. Yeah. No. I but like. I've been like this… Since like before I even remember. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't know. Um, but like even for like grades, you know, like I was just like, I never really like studied hard. And then like I saw like my grades were like really bad at one point. And mm-hmm. I saw like my parents were like disappointed. So I was like, like they never really like, you know, punished me or anything or like whatever. But like I saw that they were disappointed and I was like, all right, okay, I got to get my grades up. I mean, if I don't debut, I could just try it out at a different company or… I could go back to school or go back to the states and yeah. like try something. And they're like, "No, you have to change your mentality." Yeah, and they I was call like, it they call yeah. it tersidum, like desperate, desperate yeah. being desperation, desperate. right? Yeah, yeah, desperation. But so I was, like, I was that type of guy. I was that training, really? like working hard as and like practicing a gang and and really trying to let everyone know I'm really about this life, right? But 
I mean, um, you still you're still super motivated. But I don't give myself uh I don't give myself like like a hard time if I like uh, like say for instance this week I wanted to write five songs. Mm. If I wrote four, I'm chill. I'm chill. What like, if you I, only wrote one? Then the next week I'll just be like, oh, I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta write, I gotta write five for sure this week. Like, there would always be like, um, like if I lacked one time, then the next time I gotta pick it back up. Right, right, right. And then right, right. like if I picked it up well, give myself a little rest again, and then yeah, like yeah. Uh, you know, life is life is up and downs, up and downs. You gotta for give sure. yourself those up and downs. But if you yeah, constantly yeah. just focus on the ups, when you hit the down, the up looks so much further. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you bring yourself down so much more than than you where you actually are. So, right. yeah, I feel like you need to have the downs, and then the ups look that much better too. Yeah, when you yeah, yeah. Too. When you hit it too, yeah. 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 So with careers, I mean, they ain't really nothing about like there's nothing crazy about careers. Just well, I know, I know, like we, like we weren't really um, what's it called? You you said you kind of were like. Oh, like I want to do this. I want to do it, right. But yeah. we were kind of like we were kind of just like go with the flow. Yeah. Do you have like a retire like a like your like ideal like retirement though? I don't think I'm ever gonna stop working. Really? Yeah. I think I'm like a lot of where I um find my self worth is what I could do for people, mm. and that comes out of my work. So if I stop working, that means I'm stopped doing. That that means what I'm doing for. Other people comes to a cease too, so I feel like I'm just gonna be meaningless. I feel like that's like that's just my mindset. Like I need I need um someone to come to me to look for something constantly mm. for me to feel like uh, yeah important. So like the Godfather. yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you need something, you come to me. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we we're gonna read. Someone needed advice on careers. I think on their career path, on what to do. So we have a submission from Reddit, and the title is "Is it time to grow up and let the music dreams go?" So I feel like this is one we could probably yeah um, relate to in a little some bit sense. at least. Yeah, I'm 25 and I'm about to graduate from university. I have a double business major, accounting and operations and and log- logistics. Uh, not sure what this is called in other parts of the world. It wasn't my choice to pursue a post-secondary education. And my parents are immigrants. Uh, meaning that they had to work odd jobs to provide for our family. Their only dream was for me to earn a degree. And I'm excited to show it to them in the, in the next few months. I've always wanted to become a musician. I taught myself the guitar, piano, music theory, and music production. Including mastering, mixing, and all that fun stuff. Oh, wow. They, yeah, that's, that's a lot to teach yourself. Yeah. Um, anything with music, I really loved. I'm a very introverted person and it, it is only through music and my lyrics that I was able to really express myself. Mm. When I played my first gig, I felt so liberated. People clapping for my music and cheering me on. This was the only time where I felt like I was worth something. Mm, so she, she, he or she finds a lot of confidence and self-worth mm, in music. music. Yeah. Right. Uh, but she says, but now I have a career in line. I've done internships in one of the big four accounting companies, but I don't see myself being happy doing that kind of work for the rest of my life. However, I have to face reality. I'm not getting any younger and life is going life is going to go on whether my dreams come true or not. It's going to go on no matter how I feel. 
Has anyone been in a situation like this before? Does anyone have have advice? I'm looking specifically on how to cope with accepting the reality that I probably won't be a musician. I'm not only looking to be a rock star. I'm not looking to be a rock star or anything like that. I just want to make a comfortable living making music. All right. Honestly, it's hard to make a comfortable living with music. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know how it. Uh, like, we I don't know where they're from, right? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't. Uh, yeah. Because I didn't make any money for seven years. Mm. So. Would you rather have had seven years spent at a big four company where you can make a lot of money? No. Where you're like miserable. I feel like the experience, like you know, balanced it out. Balance it out. It weighs okay. more than the money, but mm. um, it's like. But then I didn't really need money because the company provided housing and like food and everything. So this is this is like more realistic because she has to think think about like her future and True. her life. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they need to give it up. I think they could work and then just they don't necessarily need to be on stage, right? They could just keep producing beats or whatever in their free time, top lining and stuff. You yep. and they can still sell that. And then you know, like if someone buys their music. Um, go to like a venue that they're performing at, and then you can still see people like clap and having a good time to their music. Do like your nine to five job, right, at the big four accounting company, and then like go to like on weekends, go do like club gigs or something. You know, right? You can still live in that like music. I don't think yeah. he has to like give it up a hundred percent. I agree. I feel like if he could do both, do both. But if it's one or the other, I say go with the music, bro. Because you've already experienced intern part, so I mean, like, if you don't, if you're not happy doing the internship, and like, you know that you kind of already picture yourself like not doing what you want to do, and like giving up what you really want to do, uh, I don't think you're gonna be happy. I think you should. I think you should stick with the music because mm. I have this thing where it's like, if you're if you're there already and you have nothing more to look forward to, like. Why pursue it? Yeah, I think. I mean, I'm not saying working at a, you know, a big four accounting company has… You have no more goals after that. You know, you could always look to get promotion, make more money and stuff like that. But the feeling that comes from creativity is like completely different. Like I have a couple older, older like friends of mine who um, they gave up the big companies to do music and they're not regretting it at all. Mm. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I, I would say stick with the music. I mean, I don't know how like jobs work, but is there like a contract for jobs too? Yeah. <laughs> like okay, yeah. like I said, I never did a part-time job or anything. Yeah, I don't want but, this person to get. Um, up. like how? Yeah, how? How long are the contracts usually for jobs? Like right? No, because right now I feel like he doesn't have like a stable income through music, at least, right? Mm-hmm. So then I think maybe like for like the first. However long the contract for the job is, just do that, and then just keep producing music when he has time. Do weekend gigs, and then it's like once he can start making a comfortable living off of music, then I think he could choose. It's like, all right, which one do I really want to do? It's like, it's like comfortable living with music, or do I want like really comfortable music or com- <laughs> really comfortable living, but with like a miserable job? Mm. It's like you know, it's like I think. Because I think it's too risky right now to just be like, all right, I'm 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 just not going to work here at all. And then just go fully for music. Because I do think he should have some sort of way to be able to support himself. Mm. But 
Um, yes, it's this true. is just me. Yeah, but I mean, he has choices. He has choices. Yeah, I think Peniel is like the more realistic side, and mm. you're more like the dreamer side. Mm. And yeah, I like I agree with both, and like I just want to be like in the middle, but I know it's hard because you have to choose one or the other. Yeah. And because this person feels so happy doing music, I don't. I want to tell that person to not give up because if you um, feel that much happiness and mm. you've already tasted that, you're not going to feel that anywhere. And when you're working another job, you're always going to think about like being on stage or doing music, right. and then that's gonna like follow you for the rest of your life so i think um if i were this person i would pursue music yeah, yeah. I think- <laughs> and it might sound like i'm just saying it so easily because it's not my problem but i know yeah. like the amount of joy that you can feel from doing your job yeah. so from doing something mm, that makes you really happy sure. and that can give you like the energy to do other things on top of that so yeah i just want to so if possible I think he should try like both, like balancing both out. But if it's like one or the other, I think he should go for music. Yeah. If it's like you can only pick one or the other. You're choosing then. between comfort and happiness. Yeah. And I think life… You should be happy. Yeah, you should be happier for the most part. And then who knows? Maybe. Like t- today, it might go viral on like in, on TikTok <laughs> yeah, or YouTube. And then he might get signed by a company. Or, who you knows? You never know. He might. He could start doing music and then he could find like a sugar mama. And then it'll be comfortable living and he could do what he wants. There are a lot of cases like that. <laughs> there really is. You never really? know. There's a gang of sugar mamas out there. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. How do you know? How do I know? <laughs> no. But yeah, make covers on TikTok and YouTube and Instagram. Yeah, like he could do that Insta- stuff too. Yeah. Um, World of the internet. T- 2020, there's enough technology to be able to self-promote. Yeah, pretty, for sure. Market yeah. yourself well, like yeah. crazy, yeah. Alright. Well, um… Any last words, guys? Uh, <laughs> I I got a couple. Um, one, don't be afraid to take risks. Yes. You'll be surprised where those will take you. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. The thing I was going to say earlier… Uh, th- I read this… Um, it was… Uh, it's at my… Mas- it's like at the place that I get a massage at. Mm-hmm. It's on the wall next to the urinal. <laughs> but it said… Um, it's like… Oh man. It's… Uh, what do you, what do you, hold on. Hold on. I forgot it. Ah, oh. It's like… Oh yeah. It's like… You're not… Um, you don't take like risks when you're young. It's like you're young while you're still taking risks. Or something like that. Mm. So I was like… Yeah. It's like… Take risks. True. True. And then you'll feel young. I guess. I actually don't know what that saying says. But I just felt like it fit the situation. Yeah. Interpret it your own way. Do what makes you happy and do what you enjoy. Basic, but it's true. Seven years without pay. Still saying <laughs> that. Still saying that. And she happy as hell. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Get Real. Alright, if you guys want to stay updated, uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Dive Studios. And you can find the full episodes on YouTube.com slash DivePods. Once again, subscribe to and review this podcast. Five stars only. And uh, yes, thank you everyone for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Peace. Hey, did you like this video? If so, click the subscribe button. And make sure to turn on your notifications so you don't miss a single video. And listen to the entire audio episode on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. 
Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. It's just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. It's just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. It's just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. It's just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. It's just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.